Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Bagella, and I'm joined today for the first time by uh, someone I met during the savage summer of 2015, and five years later, we've reconnected. James Grenfell. Did I say your last name right? Yes, sir. You said it perfectly. <laughs> James Grenfell, welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm great, great. I'm uh, first time doing this. I'm excited. Yeah, um, yeah. Great way to uh, phrase it. Crazy 2017s or 15s. You said. Yeah, right? the, me and Mitchell uh, during that year, we both got became single on like the same day after long relationships, and then we just had a wild ass uh-huh. summer. Mutual destructive uh, downward spiral. Yeah, excellent, excellent. That's how you do it. One of the main uh, events was the event I met you at the Beer Olympics. Uh huh. Right. That's where we met. Right. Yes. Yes. Presumably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was there, and if you were there. Um, we probably had a conversation. Yeah, one or two, maybe. God, that you must have been you must have been pretty young during that. Yeah, I might have not been. Um, you might have been illegally drinking during that. I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's let's cut that out. <laughs> We're keeping it. We're keeping it. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, so how we start? We uh, normally uh, I have the guests introduce what beer we're drinking. All right, so our fine selection today is the Bell's Bright White, uh, Belgian-inspired wheat ale. Yep, it is uh, 5% ABV. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've had this before. It's a bright and refreshing alternative to darker beer styles. The Belgian-inspired wheat ale has a mix of clove and fruity aromas. That is bright white. Bright white, baby. Let's open these up. All right, cheers. I never had this before. You know, I don't really like dark beers, so... uh, this sounded like a good alternative, and I didn't see any IPAs that I that were really catching my eye today. Mm, that's all right. I'm a fan of all beers um, generally. Don't think I, I don't think I not, don't like a beer actually. Yeah, because well, this tastes, I, I started with Budweiser, so <laughs> it, it tastes kind of like those uh, Blue Moon Belgian Whites, which are okay, but I think this one's a little better. Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, um, yeah, it'd probably go great with uh, great with an orange too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I didn't bring any oranges. I'm sorry, James. Jeez, oh, give me a break. Not on camera are <laughs> zero oranges <laughs> that were not brought for me. <laughs> uh, so you pumped for this weekend? We are doing another one of uh, the parties with the same people we had the beer Olympics. Yeah, at. I think we'll remember each other this time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have more than one person to talk to, so it'll be great. <laughs> exactly, same here. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. It's a do long you, weekend for me too. So, do you know all those people well? Um, I I know most of them well. Uh, they have a tendency to call me a nickname, uh, Wild Card, which um, ooh, fun. I know. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I never knew growing up that I would be blessed enough to have a nickname as cool as that but um <laughs> well, yeah no i know him pretty well what's what story is that from what, what do you what's the wild things you do <laughs> i literally because i was a wild card in a flip cup <laughs> and oh. ended up working out very well i ended up uh actually doing well as opposed to uh spilling beer all over myself so um, <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah and there was <laughs> did you participate in that like uh slip and slide thing they did at the beer olympics uh, I don't remember it if I did. I hope I didn't, but I don't think so. Um, I'm what, pretty sure I what, did. What was it? I think we slipped down a slip and slide and then went straight to the flip cup table. Oh, no. I played that actually before, though. But <laughs> I was not at... Um... Not at Megan's uh, beautiful backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's turning 30, so shout out to Megan uh, Lang. Happy birthday. I Megan know you probably don't listen to this, but happy birthday regardless. <laughs> Your brother does. So, And if you're not listening to this, Megan, you're the worst. Shame on you. Yeah. yeah. Revoke that happy birthday. No gifts for you. <laughs> I don't know what you like anyway. I'm not going to get you anything. I'll get her some... Uh, what, what was on her... Uh, 
her cover card. It was some champagne. We can get her a bottle of champagne. We can get her champagne. Yeah. yeah some cheap I might drink most. Of it. Beer number one. Sports. All right, on to sports. <laughs> Um, Vegas news in sports week. The playoffs just uh, wrapped their divisional round. The Ravens took a big loss to the Titans. Uh, Kansas City came back 24 down from the Texans to route the the Texans in uh, 51 to 24, I think. And then we got Green Bay playing San Francisco on the other side. But one of the most 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 surprising stories is I don't I know you don't know much about sports, right? I'm just letting you do your thing. (laughs) Um, So the Houston Astros was the baseball team was just like. Just a bunch of suspensions and fines came down on them for stealing signs during the 2017 series, World Series, and like probably the whole entire season. So they basically cheated the whole way and got a championship and stole signs. Yeah, so like in baseball, like catchers will like tell pitchers what pitches oh, to pitch, you know, like doing right. that weird thing under there. So they found the decoder basically. Yeah, and they were like that. whenever they were at home, they like I don't know, they did some weird things like a garbage can, like they would like slap it a certain amount of time, and then the batters would just know which pitch was coming right. in that makes it so much easier to hit and they had like record setting hitting during that so it's just a bunch of bullshit a lot of people are trying to undersell it like saying it's like uh whatever cheat if you can but like i think That's it's bullshit. a fucking dirty fucking thing to do and robbing other teams like the dodgers i think they played in the world series and like some of their fans were so heartbroken after that because they like ran you darvish out of town or something and clayton kershaw i don't think they got mad at him i don't i don't really know much about baseball but just a bunch of fucking bullshit going on there yeah man <laughs> I, I totally agree with the people that um that are angry about that that's like planting a mic in uh the coach's uh coach's suit or in the locker room or, right and, and i i'm coming from hockey sense right now since that's what i played um yeah, like bugging the, the <laughs> coach's room. Uh, right. Or like classic Patriots stealing shit like that. Like, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, um, that was the deflated ball scandal, right? I mean, there's been a bunch oh, of them. there's been a bunch. Yeah, oh, no. there was one where they like literally filmed uh, opponents' practices and stuff. And something just happened where they were caught filming people's like sideline signs and whatnot. So that'll probably come down on them. I mean, they've been cheating forever. <laughs> and it might be it. part of the reason why they have, like, seven Super Bowls or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I was kind of interested because it's like you you have all these um, all these different signs, and I'm, just because I'm not an expert at baseball, obviously mm-hmm. all these professionals are, and if, if you're limited to a certain set of types of hits, right? And you have been playing baseball your entire yeah. life. You're mm-hmm. able to, if you know the type of hit. If you know I it's assume... a fastball, you know, like, that's changes because, like, a fastball and a changeup, like, the speed difference is, like, can be, like, up to 20 miles per hour. So, like... Right, and your brain has to process that. And right, so, you know, fastball, swing fast, like, and like and changeup, give it a second because it's hard to tell. Judge uh-huh. the velocity before it gets there. And then, like, you know, curveballs and sliders, I think those are the main pitches that there are right you're giving your i don't know how much more you can do with the fucking ball i don't know how they do it anyway but (laughs) i I think you're just giving your brain that like extra like couple milliseconds that it has to process that because you know what to expect now and i think that's you fucking dirty man fucking dirty (laughs) (laughs) so you are you into hockey at all uh yeah i'm uh i i haven't been watching much uh lately because well yeah fun time to be a red wings fan huh? yeah i heard we're we're sucking pretty bad right they just lost eight to one last night i watched (laughs) (laughs) i was watching the game and then i went away to the kitchen to like finish cooking something yesterday and it was like six to one i come back and it's eight to one i'm like what the fuck this team is garbage right now (laughs) tough time in destroyed sports we just set a record last year for most losses in a uh, 
a sports town that has all four major sports com- combined with all their teams. So <laughs> you know, we're here. Fucking to show you. dark times. <laughs> the Lions mustered three and a half wins. Tigers, like, were the worst team in baseball. Red Wings are the worst team in hockey right now by a lot. Oh, we're last? Yeah, oh. I believe so. I believe we've had 11 wins so far. Detroit will. Detroit can. <laughs> and the Pistons are garbage right now, too. So, you know, fun times. <laughs> um, I, I did hear something about... Um, what was it? Um, Chris Chelios, or yeah, I believe Chris Chelios came out about um, talking about Mike Babcock. I don't know how sportsy this is, but no, I mean that counts. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Mike Babcock apparently is a big asshole. <laughs> yeah, big, big toxic asshole. He got fired from Toronto, and some people are like, "Bring him back to Detroit." I'm like, no, no, no. That's no. why we didn't get free agents for like the last years. It's because. Fucking, this guy is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> People have probably heard about how abusive he was to his players. Yeah, like, it's like the old style of coaching that yeah. doesn't really fit anymore because yeah, <laughs> we're trying to rid the world of assholes. <laughs> exactly. Not in, in, entitle them or whatever. <laughs> You're not enable that sort of yeah, behavior. Like that's that, the yeah. word I was looking for. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, looking at all these toxic Facebook comments since that's where I get all my information because I'm yeah. a dingus. <laughs> um, yes, best place to get information <laughs> yeah. from Facebook. Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> you heard it here. Um, I do get a lot of information from Twitter, especially for sports, though. That's That actually, I think, is the best place for sports news is because if you follow all the sports people, you just know everything right away. Yeah, and they, you just you get numbers, concise output, and clips, mm-hmm. and you get it all. Um. <laughs> but Facebook, oh man, everything's fucking fake there. I got all these fucking people I'm friends with that are like Trump supporters that are just posting this shit that's just not true, and I have to keep commenting on it. And it's like, this is so pointless. Uh, yeah, I, um, Rashida Tlaib would never have said those things. <laughs> <laughs> Sharia law, it's coming. <laughs> right, yeah. People, people are literally thinking that and saying that. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Oh, yeah, just- <laughs> Expand where you get your news. You don't need just Fox News and bullshit Russia propagates on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. But so sports, sports, <laughs> sports, sport ball. Luke Keekley, um, linebacker for the Carolina Carolina Panthers, retired yesterday uh, at 28 years old, um, which is a starting to be a startling new trend in football. Where players that have undergone a lot of like concussions, like yeah. Luke Kuechly had one of the most violent concussions I've ever seen, like where he got knocked out, sat up on the field, and like just started crying, didn't know where he was. Oh my god! And he, and and he's like one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in football. And he retires at 28, and you know it's just this big trend of people retired. Like you have Kronk retiring at 30, you have Calvin Johnson retiring at 30, and now you got. Keekly at 28, like, those are people in the primes of their careers retiring to save their body. Yeah, and people, uh, at least I know Kelvin Johnson, people loved watching oh, him. I loved him. They loved watching him, and so it's, you're, you're yeah, I, th- I think that's really you know, it's, I guess it kind of started with, like, Barry Sanders retiring from the Lions, but that wasn't because of injury, <laughs> that's because he was tired of losing every, every year. <laughs> So I stopped playing hockey. Yeah. I was a goalie. <laughs> oh, you were a goalie? That's what I played when I was younger. Not that I ever played ice hockey, but I always wanted to. But, like, I was just always in love with the goalie position. But yeah, it felt so important. Yeah. Until I realized You're the only one that's on the ice all the time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Take, I gotta... it, take it you weren't that good, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think I was just too hard on myself. I was too, too much of a mental mental goalie. Where... Oh, like, if you get down, you just yeah. start letting everything through? Oh, yeah. There, there, was, there was times where, like... Um, where I would have like people clearing it from the opposite blue line, and it would, it would just sneak I would, past I'd you. be seeing it coming. I'm like, here it comes, here it comes. All right, I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna, you know, gracefully 
get ready, pass it, and then, oh, it's in the goal. Oh, oh, did everyone see that? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone's watching me. I'm yeah. the goalie. <laughs> and then they're just telling me not to be too hard on myself. I'm like, did you just see that? <laughs> did you play in high school? Uh, yes, I did. Where'd um, you go to high school? I went to uh, Dearborn High. Oh, okay. Is that how you, uh, wait, isn't that where George, no, they went to Divine Child. Correct. Yeah. Um, and But that's in Dearborn, right? Uh, that's in Dearborn, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and so we played, we, um, me and my teammates, uh, we are from two different schools, uh, Etzel Ford and Dearborn High. Oh, okay. And I got so you. we're called Dearborn Unified uh, Hockey, or Duh for short. So they put two schools in the one, huh? Yeah, hockey wasn't that popular in Dearborn. They were yeah. more of a football town. Got you. Is that so? That's all. Fort's not Fortson, is it? Uh, nope. That's uh, Fortson is the third school, which I they are technically I think part of the um, Dearborn Unified uh, organization, I guess. Um, but uh, we haven't had a hockey player from there at least while I was playing. Gotcha. So my grandfather went to school. Yeah, it's a really beautiful place. Yeah, it looks like fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't all schools look like that? Right. Yeah, mine look like. Block building, but mm-hmm. whatever. Shout out to Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin represent. Um, yeah, so those are the big sports stories. Ooh, can I call hold up then? Call it up. Hold up. I'm done talking oh, hold about Hold up. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about here? Oh, James? so uh, I want to talk about why we got to reunite together, actually. Let's and why, do uh, it. why I'm here, actually, from um, a pleasant Dungeons and Dragons session we had. Uh, Last weekend and then the weekend beforehand. Yes. Uh, I think three weekends in a row. Oh, you weren't there for the first no, one. No, I wasn't. Yep. Um, I Guys, I started playing D&D. Had my first campaign ever uh, complete. You heard it here, folks. It T- was Total nerd. It was, <laughs> yes, for real. Nerd <laughs> culture, baby. Give it to me. Um, uh, so, D&D. This, we did a one-shot campaign, that's what it's called? Yeah, one-shot. Um, well, so why don't you explain what D&D is for people who probably only have a very vague understanding of what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, had a like I essentially did. Yeah. Um, so Dungeons and Dragons is everything you've basically heard about it. You, you're a bunch of people sitting around a table rolling die and having someone else um, narrate a story for you. Um, yeah, and um, the best, best description I think I've heard about it, um, if I'm... Not attributing just the goofy bullshit that happens. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's at its best. It's almost a collaborative storytelling where you have um, uh, where you have one person, the dungeon master or game master, depending on who you're uh, who you're talking to, and they is there, are. Is there a difference? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one sounds slightly less nerdy, I guess. Like game yeah. master sounds a little bit. <laughs> just better. call him a GM. Yeah, yeah a GM. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you have that person basically describing uh, the world around you, what you're seeing, what you're doing, what what um, how you, what happens when you interact with it, um, and you have then everyone else who are in- interacting with it, asking if they can do certain things or, or mm. um, uh, all classic like it. classic like fantasy characters, right? Is, yeah. there, is there any Dungeons Dragons where you're like just normal people walking yeah. around? You, you can you can D D can be in like. Hogwarts setting, if you want. Oh, that it, it can be in a uh, dystopian sci-fi world where you have like cyberpunk uh, androids and okay. you're hacking people using your brain or something like that. <laughs> so we did like a Stranger Things themed one, yeah, but it, it didn't really feel that much like Stranger Things to me. Yeah, no, I, no. I didn't really get that vibe, except for like how the monster and the Demogorgon, of course, that we yeah. had to kill. Uh, did you watch? I haven't seen Stranger Things. Honestly. Oh no. Mm-mm. 
Oh, it's really good. You should check it out. I heard it's really creepy, though. I'm not a. It's hard for me to ease into the the weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you, well, we'll get to that. Interview. Oh, <laughs> table that. It's hard for you, a regular D and D player, to ease into the weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to elaborate. On that. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then uh, at, at at its best, it's that, and then at its worst, it's just a bunch of friends just fucking around and having fun which i believe is what we were doing um yeah and uh i mean i named my character come come yeah you named your come 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 the 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 dwarf cleric or the bard (laughs) yeah the bard dwarf hill dwarf i think i don't know Um, i'm still getting used to it guys but it it was a lot of fun it was yeah we uh what did we do we slayed a demi gorgon and then uh had a epic fight with a uh hydra thessal hydran the thessal hydran yes uh (laughs) Where we ended up, um, all of us, all of us ended up getting knocked out, except our good friend Jordan, <laughs> and then he saved yeah. the day. <laughs> and uh, which the ironic part was that um, uh, throughout the whole game, he was doing all these really cool things, but yeah. then in the story, contextually, none of our characters were there to witness it. Right, yeah. And, and so we were only witnessing him messing up. Um, oh, so we didn't even witness him uh, win the game. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just woke up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, I got I've been getting into it um, this past year. I think just coming back home from college, just because uh, you're left with a lot of existential crises, and you're like, well, I need some sort of outlet, right? <laughs> um, when did you, did you just start playing this year? Uh, yes, yeah, okay. I started playing this. Well, also last year, I yeah. would guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome uh, to 2020, I, I, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> get ready. Um. I played a little bit like here and there in college and I really loved it, but it was just never worked out. But um, this year was finally the first year where we were able to get a consistent campaign going with some friends, which um, Vince is included one. Yeah. Vinny is our wonderful DM who is split six star Vince. Yep. yep. <laughs> Everyone's favorite guest. <laughs> the Vinster. Love you, brother. If you're listening. He probably will listen to this one. Hi, Vince. Yep. yep. <laughs> did uh, how did you know? How do you know Vince? Uh, I met Vinny through Jordan as well. And how do you uh, know Jordan? Uh, Jordan was through Little Caesars. Um, and then uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Just, I didn't know Jordan worked. Wait, did you guys worked? Yep. Yep. Oh. He was. Uh, he was. I think my manager. Technically, not no. I don't know. She, me and Jordan have this like area of our friendship where like we before the Savage Summer of 2015 and after our childhood, we didn't see each other for like five years so i don't the whole black hole what happened to him during that time apparently little seizures was part of it now during the serene summer of 2020 yeah so, yeah hell yeah <laughs> now everything's coming back i mean the savage summer of 2015 was savage but this entire last year of 2019 was pretty fucking nuts for me but oh yeah <laughs> but that's beside the point Ooh, we'll, we'll talk about that later <laughs> um but yeah, um, uh, so what's like, how long do like, because this was a one shot, which yeah. is essentially that means like it's supposed to be able to get done in one session. Correct. It took yeah. us more because a lot of us were playing for the first time. Yeah. And generally, me, and, um, me and Brooke were, I, has Jordan ever played? Before? I don't think Jordan ever played. So me, Brooke and Jordan were playing for the first time and you took over for Dylan who had to go back to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Dylan. I had a lot of fun playing the character. <laughs> Yeah, that the first day when Dylan was puking all over the place, which I know this is... Ooh, I wasn't there for that. <laughs> this is in no context for you guys listening, but it was <laughs> hilarious. 
context for me. So how long do normal campaigns take? So uh, our normal campaign that we're going through, that we went through, Vinny and I and our friends, um, started, I believe, like roughly last year, um, fall. And we just wrapped it up, yeah, roughly uh, in a year's time, uh, meeting mainly uh, for a couple hours every Saturday. For uh, a year? Yeah, yeah. A whole year a it whole takes year. of meeting every Saturday. No, no. Uh, we we it, it, schedules are very loose. Yeah. But Saturday was especially the day on Saturdays. That, yeah, Saturday was the day that <laughs> we all agreed we would meet if we were all available. Oh, okay. so we never did like any like uh, flexible scheduling. Like, so did you guys make it like at least once a month? Uh, yeah, we we were actually pretty good with it. Uh, I think so just more than once all, a month. Damn, yeah, yeah, those we, campaigns fucking long. Yeah, we we are all really having fun, dude. It's what it's a fuck? good excuse to get out. Uh, and especially one of Vince's stories. Yeah, yeah. This, Vinny um did something like uh, it's called homebrew, basically. Okay. Where you're you're um you're not looking at the source material for any Dungeons and Dragons adventures. Okay. Uh, so you you saw Vinny. Um, <clears throat> going through a booklet, and you were asking like, "Oh, what's in there?" Like, yeah, what's in there is basically a a de- like descriptions of any characters you interact with, the dungeons you're going through, what traps you encounter, oh, okay, the, the magic spells that are, it's the source book for everything. Yeah, what um, homebrew is is it's entirely done from scratch in your head, and you're you're designing the dungeons, you're designing the plot, the characters, um. And so it's so you use like no books at all. You yeah. just use like the standard, I guess. His, his base, crazy imagination. Of, there's like a base set of rules, right? Correct. Yeah, and that's what um yeah he, he, yeah he actually got you for Christmas was the adventures guide and that yep. that's like just all the rules, all the different classes that if you wanted to play different ones, right? Spells and all that. Um, and so um, um, and, and so this adventure took us from. Uh, our, our itty bitty level one characters that we designed uh, beforehand, uh-huh. um, and and what's really cool about these long lasting campaigns is it allows you to be a little bit more uh, imaginative and uh, like less strict on the rules. Well, um, it, it, sort of like uh, well, in a it's sort of like in a role play sense. You're you're yeah. able to. Uh, um, so Vinny, what did he first do? He sent us an email um, with a excerpt, just basically outlining the universe we're in. Okay, we're we're Which, on this wait, planet with. Uh, he's a bunch of like I think he was telling me about. There's a bunch of like Candyland shit or something, right? <laughs> yeah. There, well, there's there's this weird like uh, almost Hansel and Gretel esque uh, okay. plot line we went on where yeah. we had to go uh, go to this witch's place, and then she ended up having the whole place gingerbread. Oh, yep, really there we disturbing. go. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that's not weird to me, huh? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is also what you need to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, you gotta have a, you gotta have a an ability to embrace like yeah. imagination and a little bit of strange. <laughs> um, but uh, he would he gave us this outline. Then it was like, all right. Um, uh, it had the history of the the world and a general yeah. outline being like here's the sort of events that has led up to this place. Here's the different regions. Here's the nations. What are they? What are they doing? What are they fighting over? Um, yeah. And then then we were able to be like, okay, well, I, I'm interested in this sort of area, and I would like to make my character this. And so I chose a a, a kobold druid, and so kobolds are little like lizard people, like, okay, are, like the size of a gnome, so like three feet tall. And so, um, 
Yeah, it's so interesting I'm, choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm six foot tall, so yeah. I want to be something real small for once. Um, and so then we designed a, a background for it. Like, he would have us, like, make different characters we perhaps mm-hmm. had in our lives. And, like, just because he... Oh, so them. you make your own background. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's um sort of a collaboration between us. Yeah. Where I'm basically giving him ideas and he's like, I eh, don't know if that'll work. Or maybe this is the better approach just because yeah. he's the he's the physics engine in it. Oh, yeah. He did not want me to name my character Cum-Cum, but I would not let him... I Let me change that. it. I deeply respect. Like, that. you want me to change? He's like, I've had bad experience with weird names. I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna get weirder if I change it. <laughs> yeah. I can't not be weird, especially if you want me to fantasy role play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're gonna have to give me this, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so then he's like, all right, so then here's your initial path. So, you, um, so basically, we were a group of adventurers that uh, were tasked with ridding this land of this uh this evil necromancer that was raising all this dead from these these um in this nation and because this nation was dealing with um different internal strife and so uh-huh. they needed adventurers to save the day yeah so it seems like that might be a common theme for uh, yeah every D campaign uh you might be meeting people in taverns you might <laughs> <laughs> you might be a dragon some dungeon uh <laughs> yeah um and then no dragons in our campaign i was a little disappointed <laughs> that is true just uh <laughs> just nine-headed uh mouth mouth bellies yeah nine-headed stranger things monsters and a demogorgon <laughs> yeah and um, weird lizard donald yeah. trump guy <laughs> That I believe you. I missed miss that. Yeah, I missed that part. I wish. I, I wish I was there for Donald Trump. Trog. Yes. Uh, oh, um, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then. Um, so how, this. So how when you guys got together to play? Like, yeah. how long were your sessions? Our sessions were. Um, well, so what do we do? We'd probably get there at four, and then of course, since Vinny, uh, <laughs> Vinny's always getting his shit together. So then we'd uh, yeah. be just hanging out and talking, and while well, he's. Uh, Getting his dungeon master set all uh, all ready and like just because he has to get his dice out and his minis and all that stuff, right. miniatures he painted. Which, by the way, oh are yeah, amazing. dude, amazing. You know, you guys ever played Dungeons and Dragons with Vince? Look at his fucking character things he has, and he painted himself. Which I don't even know how anyone can have that sturdy of a hand. No. I know I couldn't. Oh yeah, actually, right. Actually, yeah, so bad. <laughs> Mine's mainly from cigarettes and alcohol, but <laughs> same here, brother. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, Vince, you are you have a talent painting those things. You should probably start selling them. He's currently painting the a miniature that I made for uh, our campaign. Actually, you made one. Well, and so there's it's really cool. It's there's this website called Hero Forge, okay. and um, and it basically is a create your own uh, uh, miniature where you have. Uh, huge huge set of different appearances you can choose uh and then they 3d print it for you oh that's sick i'm just looking it up right now yeah i see you (laughs) yeah like you can uh you can like put thing give yourself different armors or like so i my my character looks a lot like a little uh small newsboys kind of look like with a with that (laughs) little cap on it and they had that on the hero forge website how much, so, do, how much do these things cost? Um, $20 for a sturdy miniature. I think it's 10 for a cheap one. What's a cheap one mean? Uh, different I can plastics. Eagle, I can have an eagle head on these. Yeah, dude. Oh, uh, they're feature called... going to be Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, you can make cum-cum if you <laughs> wanted to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the lizard face. 
Yeah, and so uh, Vinny is currently painting that for our part two campaign. Um, since basically what happened was we finished our normal campaign. We slayed the necromancer and then <laughs> quest complete. The plot was really ended, but because we were traveling through this world, we were like, we found different areas where we're like, okay, well, you know, if our characters were still living, well, we'd want to do this and we want to do this. And so now Vinny is currently writing up a new campaign. Oh, based in on, the same world? Yeah, in the same world. That is going to take us probably from level 5 to then level 10 or something. Okay. And so you're constantly revisiting these characters. I mean, it's it's really cool. And So uh, is that how most campaigns go? Like you like, yeah. build this... Like, don't, don't people take turns being dungeon masters or you can do game that. masters? Yeah, you can do that. And so You um, ever you ever got to do one of those yet? Uh, no. Well, I, I DM'd a, a, a campaign for a little bit, but... Uh, it started to, it's a lot of work and it started to make me very anxious. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I had to stop, but, um, God, I think it'd be fucking really good at that. Yeah. And I, uh, but I'm currently planning a new campaign and another one I'm planning was the, um, another one shot that I wanted to take you all you three. Oh, hell yeah. The, the, Sign the, me up. The, uh, <laughs> the, the Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons yes. adventure. The Wait. Vinny got me for Christmas actually. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And so I've been, uh, I've been going through that and it looks really fun. It's, it's, just it's not it's just a bunch of bullshit it, it, it looks so much fun there's butts there there's weird riddles there's <laughs> butts yeah <laughs> there's meta humor <laughs> it's all you'll need so what when a one shop campaign like so like like you were saying that book that vince was reading yeah um so the book for rick and morty all it says is basically what these characters are it doesn't give you any, any anything to do with like what the adventure is supposed to be um it can uh and so or yeah 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 and so i assume in vinny's uh book there was like some since i assume there was you did like a lot of diplomacy and like you're talking to people in the beginning right yeah yeah so yeah i think there will be like some elements of that sort of thing where it's it's describing the plot and what these adventures are trying to do and then mm. the care uh the characters they interact with and how they are relevant to the plot and so probably there wasn't there wasn't probably a Trump troglodyte, but there was probably a tr- troglodyte king that then, yeah. <laughs> since as a DM, you're also allowed to add your own flavor, which was really fun. Yeah. And so then I assume Vinny was like, ooh, I'll make him Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sounds sure. a lot like him. Vince was, I tell you what, Vince was super excited to play that character. <laughs> it took us a long time to get through that part of the level because of how, uh, how Vince, how, how animated Vince got with that. <laughs> yeah. And he did, he warned us before, it's like, if anything I say is making you guys uncomfortable, like, let me know. We can figure our way through it. <laughs> and then we get to that thing, and it, it's just shitting all over Clara, our, our uh, Brooke, who playing the <laughs> character Clara, just, like, saying, like, women, how dare you speak? <laughs> shitting all over gay people. <laughs> and Dylan was like, oh, I get why he had that disclaimer. At yeah, the that makes sense. So. <laughs> Could Trump Trog tone it down a bit? <laughs> can we kill Trump Trog? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when I fucking launched yeah. fire at him. Oh, that's right. You had a really cool solution to that too yeah and that, that, that's also another real cool element of D is like um since I'm, I'm a big fan of video games too i'll play things like uh skyrim fallout uh, all those rpgs and, yeah um and they're really fun and they almost give you the feeling that you could do anything right but dungeons and dragons is truly the only place yeah where you feel like you can do anything because you have a dm that's like a, like uh, working with you on that and yeah. like if something's cool enough they're like hell yeah let's try to make it work hopefully you get some good roles <laughs> yeah that that was my favorite part about it is trying to figure out 
like an unorthodox way to solve like 100%. these puzzles essentially yeah. or that's these, these battles like it was fun just like improving away like trying to basically trying to outsmart the dm because they want to lead you in a certain way to do things 100 percent, yeah and i want to try to outsmart them the whole time <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're not even on the dungeons and dragons board it's just you and Vinny. yeah <laughs> it's a, a battle of wits i bet you didn't expect this coming here's a ball of fire <laughs> <laughs> this come coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fucking fun. I I'm definitely down for this Rick and Morty campaign. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to do that. I, I'm I'm I'd say <laughs> got, halfway done with it. Maybe you got to get to work. Come on, I'll, <laughs> chop chop. See, that's the pressure of the DM. <laughs> <laughs> now for this one, do you get to be characters like the same thing we do with this one? Same yeah. kind of characters. Yeah, and so I think what it is is it. Or can um, I be like that fucking gear guy? <laughs> no, you can't be a gear guy. Unfortunately, you're there's um. I think what it is is it's um, it's almost like Rick is taking the family through a Dungeons and Dragons adventure, and so you're oh. playing those characters playing D and D almost. Oh, okay, gotcha. even though that's like that's too much to ask of people, but that's like almost the flavor of how you're supposed to play it. Yeah. Um, and so, like for instance, uh, the character for what's his face, Jerry, you know, like the, yeah. the pitiful, like little slug man, Jerry. <laughs> he made a character that's ultra handsome and has everything together, <laughs> and his his backstory super tragic, and you know, and so like uh, then you have um, like Morty's Morty's character is like. Actually, jeez, oh, Rick. Oh boy. Oh, oh God, Rick. I don't know about this. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's a little bit more decisive, and he takes what he wants instead. And yeah. Like you know, it's, it's what they wish they were, and so it's funny like that. And um, uh, yeah. And then I, I I think this one, it's basically just throwing you right at the beginning of the dungeon and just being like, all right go fuck all like yeah. do whatever Probably see, see of, how you can crack this dungeon bunch of portals everywhere and shit yeah <laughs> there's there's weird talking mouths for walls yeah. <laughs> oh man i've been reading through it so <laughs> it's really classic weird. uh harman and roland oh yeah <laughs> seriously i fucking love that show i i watched some of season four i need to finish it though there's only like five episodes or something really yeah oh, all right maybe i have watched it all then what's the last one you watched well, we'll talk about it right now. Year number two, entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've talked about Rick and Morty that much on this podcast yet because all the guests I've had during when that came out uh, weren't fans. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, so season, f- I think season four only has like five episodes right now at least. Um, do you remember the last one you saw? Do you see the dragon one? Uh, yes. That was the best one. Oh, my God. You slut dragon. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll take care of this. <laughs> just... like, oh, Marty. Uh, for some wait. reason, you're watching, turning me on. Well, wait, wait. Don't look away, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that was the last one, actually. That or the... Um... I think there was they, one son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, the, where they start teaming up. Like, <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of quick shots. Yeah, <laughs> like making fun of like fucking like uh, heist movies. <laughs> yeah, because everything somehow just works out because it's all done post the event. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that I'm excited that they re- re- renewed that show for like so many fucking seasons, seasons and it's. <laughs> and it just what would you have like a two year break between four and five? Yeah, or man, three and four. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Just, um, what's his face? Harmon. Just takes forever writing. Mm-hmm. Although I think he gets a lot of shit for it, too, which I feel bad for. 
Yeah, who is he the one that had the Me Too thing that happened to him? That he yeah. was like the only one to ever apologize in like the correct way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where he um, he like went on his it podcast. was on a community. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was on his podcast, Harmontown, and then he, uh, I think he wrote a letter to her first, but um, yeah, I went on a different podcast I listened to was like talking about like how to apologize, and they referenced that, and like I heard a bunch of what he was saying. I was like, okay. Yeah, I yeah. took full responsibility and was genuine about it. Yeah, since right, like all these people are are trying to like preserve their own like sense of righteousness, right? When it's like, no, dude, you fucked up, and it, and also it's like, uh, I think what um, he was accused for was essentially like it 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 wasn't on the far extremities of this Me Too movement. Right. Like, it's not Harvey Weinstein crazy. It's not Matt Lauer. (laughs) Matt Lauer, evil villain crazy. (laughs) Closing the door. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what I think it was, was that um, one of the writers on his team, he was uh, into. Yeah. Yeah, he he was into, and then because she didn't reciprocate his feelings, he ended up just being a toxic asshole to her. Right. Like, not giving her proper... uh, uh, opportunities and whatnot mm-hmm. and so um but right it's it's remarkable how like it's on the lesser extremities of it right but he's the only one to be so accountable ish yeah it. like um, yeah he, he apologized i mean i don't nothing, nothing makes it right obviously but yeah. you know like yeah what else can you do at that point like other than be genuine in your apology and try to make amends yeah like fucking i always reference like my favorite band brand new um, their fucking lead singer did some fucking dirty shit, like Ugh. grooming like young photographers for them, like like not like not like fucking them or anything, but like getting them ready to rest once when they turn eighteen right, to try right. to like fuck with them. Right. Then when he like does his, <laughs> when he just does his apology, it's more like he's like apologizing to his wife and <laughs> saying like Sorry I got caught. <laughs> yeah, like not really apologizing to the people he hurt and it's just like oh, fuck ass hat. I gotta keep listening to you though because I'm obsessed. You son of a bitch. I'm you getting... son of a bitch. I'm in. Son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> oh shit! We're supposed to open another beer. My bad. Oh, well, let me finish this. <laughs> yeah, I dig this. Ah, beer number two. Entertainment. All right, what's going on in the entertainment world? Uh, what do you think of Star Wars? Star Wars? I haven't watched the last one yet. But are I... you into Star Wars? Uh, I'm. I appreciate Star Wars. I think it's I think it's a good force of tr- nerd trajectory. <laughs> good you know, force. It, 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 yeah. See, how, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, okay, so you got to explain what you are. If you're uh, easing into... You can't have to ease yourself into Stranger Things, but you play well, D&D it, and you don't watch Star Wars. I'm getting a lot of different messages. All right, well, well, so weird in a sense of, like, creepy and, like... So, like, you, like, afraid of scary shit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a coward is what I was trying okay, to say. Okay, I got a friend like Get that. Get on the mic. <laughs> Dude, I... One of my... So you can't watch scary movies? I, I, I couldn't even watch The Mummy as a kid because of the scarabs. <laughs> Those little scarabs that, like, like, crawled up in their skin. That gave me nightmares, dude. God, I thought scarab was going to be some really bad... Uh, anti-Semitic or not anti-Semitic what am I thinking like racist mark for Arabs oh no oh no nope the literal things that crawl in your skin and eat you alive oh yeah and like that scene where the guy is stuck in the cave and he lights his torch and all he sees is a room full of those things so Uh, what so you don't like any scary movies oh I hate scary 
Have you seen any? Um, the last scary movie I sort of went through was It. I My sister was watching it. The on new one or the old one? The new one. And I had to intermittently leave and, come, yeah. <laughs> leave and come back and leave and come back and just to make sure that I could set... Since I get so invested in it. Yeah. I'm like... You know, I'm watching movies to watch these characters succeed and, like, go through it and win. And they're just getting tormented. Yeah. And just just the worst things are happening. Like, imagine if you're, you know, you... you what was the thing? Fucking... A clown comes out of the sewers and offers you something and then drags you in. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, I guess, hopefully, that kid didn't have to suffer for long, but... Like, I mean, he probably suffered. He see, this is what, I ha- stuff, this is what I I'm thinking about when I'm watching <laughs> horror movies. I'm just, I can't, yeah. Oh. oh okay, interesting. So well, that's that's good, the clarification, I think. Good thing for you. I mean, if I, if you're interested in Stranger Things, you should be. It's really good. It starts off with it's them playing scary? D&D. It's not really scary. No? It's got E.T. vibes. Do you think oh, E.T. is scary? No, 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 no. It's a little more scary than E.T., like, in terms of... I don't. I, I don't. I don't really think it's scary. It's not genuine mm-hmm. horror. Right. 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 It's not like fucking The Conjuring. Um, is that the one with the witch or the the kid, kid that's Lucifer? No, that's the Omen. Oh, and the one with the witch is called The Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there one with a nun that came out recently? Probably. I don't know. I'm not that into horror movies, but I I only like watching horror movies in theaters because that's when I feel like kind of genuinely scared, and that's the fun of it, like the rush of. Yeah, being scared. You know, it's like, Maybe. you know, like, yeah. I'm sorry, turn it to this dark, <laughs> dark place. But like when people like cut themselves or something, it's like that rush of fucking endorphins from being like right in pain or terrified. Right, you have that like suspense that's right. either being satisfied or being like built to get satisfied <laughs> almost. Um, no, that I, I that I totally understand that. So what kind the, of what kind of movies do you like then? Um, What's your favorite genre. Uh, Fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, straight fantasy. I I grew up watching Lord of the Rings, and that has been my my like half of my identity <laughs> since then. When I was like uh, like in my early twenties or late teens, I like kept trying to watch The Fellowship of the Ring, but like watch it ten times in a row and fell asleep in the first ten minutes every time. You know, I I'm notoriously fall asleep at movies though. But dude, that I you know I hundred percent understand that. <laughs> there there is. But I've watched the them all thing, now, and I like them. Yeah? Okay, that's good, that's good. That's <laughs> Except good. for, I hate all of the Hobbit movies. Yeah, they were pretty bad. They were fucking bad. stupid. The, the only reason I'm able to like it is because I like you read the, the world so much, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I love the world so much, and so it's just another chance to visit it. Mm-hmm. In a, the most tackiest of senses. I obviously <laughs> got really into Game of Thrones. Yeah, man, so. I love that sword. I adore that sword. That's so cool. I know. You in, Do you watch all that? Yeah. Um, I Eighth season garbage, right? Eighth season garbage. Fucking yeah. garbage, man. Garbage. It, more and more the time goes on, fucking garbage. <laughs> Almost I as bad as the on. fucking last episode of the or of, of Star Wars. That, that episode fucking sucked. <laughs> Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah? What'd you think? Terrible. Terrible? Fucking well, garbage. What was the worst thing? Um, it's so fan servicey, oh. which is fine. But just, I mean, I I don't want to spoil shit for you. No, 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 no. I already know, like, um, 
am I allowed to spoil things? Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. spoil everything on this podcast. All right, all right. If, if you're listening for the first time, we spoil everything on this podcast. <laughs> first time listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I know like Kylo dies, and I know Ray's somehow the, the granddaughter of, uh, what's his? Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seemed so fucking forced. And so my understanding of they that. They took away everything from, did you, did you watch all, have you seen all the other ones? I watched the first one, and then I know it's just the from first one. Wait, I have, have you seen? Well, you, okay, wait. I, I let so the first. Let's get a brief uh, Star Wars history of your uh, interaction. It yeah. So take I it watched, away, James. Well, uh, so yeah. Here's your Star Wars. Um, uh, gist. So I I first watched the third. Yeah. So in order, it's so Episode Four is oh, the first man, one that came out. Anxiety. <laughs> is Star Wars too scary for you? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember the order. I just couldn't since... imagine what it'd be like to get your hand chopped off if you were Luke by your father. Since isn't it? Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's just... It would hurt so much. Wouldn't you like just hate your father? <laughs> um. Well, it's like isn't isn't the newest ones in between? Or they're the latest? They're not in between the two. No. All right. So. The first one that came out, oh, episode no. four, then five and six, and then episode one, two, and three came out, and then episode seven, eight, and nine are the newest three. Okay. So if you, if you take away all those ones in the middle. I've seen one through seven. Okay, so you saw The Force Awakens. Yes, yes. That was the most recent one you have saw. Yes, if, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you've seen like Solo <laughs> or Rogue One or something. I've seen Solo and Rogue One. I loved, uh, it took me a while to like Rogue One. Just because mm. I didn't like the fact that everyone died in the end, but I love God, you have a, you have some issues with that. <laughs> I know. I, I love happy endings, man. I love when the ring gets thrown into the Mount Doom. That's yeah. <laughs> that's my ideal ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought it was really cool then in retrospect, just because it like that adds so much weight and value to then the um, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah, yeah. It make it like kind of makes. It makes four, five, and six like almost make sense. Com- almost the, mythical. <laughs> like, yeah, Rogue One was probably my second favorite of all the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi was my favorite. Uh, very unpopular opinion, but I thought it was really good. That's the that's the one with the famous duel, right? On Mustafar. I don't. The Last Jedi. That's the. Well, you haven't seen it. Oh, that, okay. that would be Episode Eight. Okay. Episode um, eight. The one that's Ryan the one Johnson did. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. The, the critics liked, fans hated. Yeah, my friends hated that one. I fucking love Vince hated that one. How come? I was like, because I don't know why people hated it or, so well, much. Why'd you like it, actually? I was wondering. I liked it because the dynamic between Kylo Ren and Ray was really cool. Um, you find out Ray doesn't have parents, like that she's just a nobody that has these powers for like no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the next episode they take that all away and make yeah. her Palpatine's granddaughter, which is fucking <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> fucking bullshit that they just erased everything from the last Jedi. I, I love the idea of since all these movies have been you know based on blood, you know, oh I'm a, I'm a Skywalker, that's yeah. why, that's, that's why I'm the chosen one. But then. She and like, was able to come in with and, nothing. <laughs> like, and, the, and they end that movie with... I mean, I'm spoiling it. It's all for you, yep, but yep. fuck it. They end that movie with, like, this kid on this one planet they were at, like, just raising up, like, a sword and, and like, like holding it like it's a uh, lightsaber, just not not just, like, a stick. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, people are being united. And then I really thought Rise of Skywalker was going to be, like, okay. Like, you, you watch The Walking Dead? Uh, uh, yeah. Yep, okay. Dead. I loved it. You can watch The Walking Dead. Then you can watch... <laughs> Like you can watch walking... Stranger Things. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I trust you. Dude, all I saw was weird face monsters that looked like dandelions on Stranger Things, all right? 
<laughs> oh, you're afraid of the monsters, not fucking zombies. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very picky, all right, about what scares me. Did you get to Negan in The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, Negan. You know, and then, that's when I started to just skip around. Yeah, well, I mean, I started sucking when Negan came around. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know everyone's like, I am Negan? Uh, I uh, thought that, like, everyone, like, all the people that... Could you refresh me? Okay, so when Negan comes around, like, you first start meeting him, and everyone that they meet, it's like a weird stranger guy's trying to kill him. It's like, I am Negan. Like, I am Negan. Oh, like they're all okay. saying that they're Negan. The, are the thugs of Negan. Yeah. Oh, okay, not the people he's coercing and, like, intimidating on the resources and stuff, right? Right, no, just, like, his group in the gotcha. sanctuary. But I thought that was going to be, like, it was going to be like that for, like, with Rise of Skywalker. Like, everyone's going to be like, I am Skywalker. Like, because the Skywalkers yeah. are all dead, you know, because we know Leia's going to die because um, uh, Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. And Luke faded away like Obi-Wan Kenobi in The, uh, <laughs> the Last Jedi. Yeah. Everyone else is dead except for I guess the only one with blood left would have been uh, Kylo Ren. Right, and then he gets toasted in the third. Or yeah, <laughs> and then they have like this fucking kiss at the end of it, and it's just like that's weird. Weren't why they would Ray be- kiss this guy that's been just murdering people and tormenting her for the entire of these three movies? Dude, that yeah, that could be like fuck J.J. Abrams, man. I fucking <sighs> love Lost, and I'm super obsessed with Lost, and I know he started it, but he just started it. It was all Damon Lindelof, the best writer. Of all TV series. That's a Rhoda, uh, Lost? Yeah, Lindelof. And Lindelof and J.J. Abrams are, like, uh, the ones that started Lost. But Lindelof is the, was the main, like, writer and architect of it. Gotcha. And so... I, and he did also did Leftovers and my new favorite show, Watchmen. Watchmen. I haven't watched uh, that show, but I just... I will not spoil that one for you because not, yeah. it's fucking amazing. Um, I watched that movie for the first time this year, and it blew me away I oh yeah it was incredible the one the Zack snyder one yeah yeah i thought it was incredible dude the show is so much better I'll, all right so i gotta tell you i gotta if you're gonna Give watch the flavor. show yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the, the the movie's uh pretty accurate to the comic the only difference really is um uh at the end you know how they like blow up dr manhattan or like he like makes it like a bomb or something at a city oh yeah that's right okay yeah instead of that happening adrian invite the, the guy in like it was on their team at the beginning. It turns out to be the bad guy at the end. Right. Super speed. Sp- speedy uh, man. He's not really fast. He's just... I thought he could move really fast. I think he can catch a bullet and it's his only, it's his only power, really. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just his sharp intellect. But like the only person with powers in that show is really um, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. But instead of that, they <clears throat> drop a giant squid on New York. Like a giant interdimensional squid, which is probably that's probably why they didn't do it in the movie because that's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> that is so comic booky. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> but the show takes like it's this, it's it takes place after like twenty years after like current day or so probably like what thirty years after uh, the events of the comic book. But it's important to know that it was the squid in the comic book version rather than the movie version. So so the squid drops mm-hmm. on Manhattan, killing three million people. And that unites the word and stops them from the brink of war. Oh, oh, hey! Instead of oh, instead of instead of motivation, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. But then the show takes. Oh, the show is so good. I mean, everyone that's listening has probably heard me talk about this a shit ton because I haven't haven't, stopped yet. But fucking (laughs) that show, I don't know. I just was mesmerized the whole time. It's like so culturally relevant. It's so good. The writing is flawless, and like. You know, it's like Lindelof. He, I keep watching him evolve over all these shows that I've been watching him make. Like, so he went from Lost. Have you seen The Leftovers? No, that's my favorite show of all time. The Leftovers. What's that about? 
uh, it's a show that takes place like two percent of the world's population disappears at random one day. Yeah. So like rapture type shit, but yeah. like not really. Like so, Lost. The, the you ever seen Lost? Yeah, I, I I got up to the smoke monster and then I think I stopped. Oh, so it, you, it was when so was, you watched the first season. Oh, <laughs> got the first season. Yeah, I remember it was like every Wednesday night or something. I would. Uh, God, how do you stop watching these shows? <laughs> well, because it's I don't know. Well, I mean, all right, let's let's think about it. Lost when it first came out, and you right, watched, I'm four years younger than you. Right. Well, so was my brother. Um. Yeah. Oh, was he into it too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, since it, so it came out. I think like it had to be like middle school or elementary school. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. That was fourth, I'm a, I'm fourth grade fan. for me. That was fourth grade. Fourth for me. grade. Yeah. Damn, I think my brother might have been fifth, but <laughs> it makes it see. It makes it really. It kind of does. Sometimes. That kind of does make like a big difference between fourth and fifth grade. You know. Yeah. Like fourth grade, you feels like you're still like a really fucking little kid. And you're fifth just grade feels about like. To. It was like, oh, I'm about to be like a teenager. Yeah, I'm whatnot. a boss. I'm, I'm an adult now, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I own the world. Like, there's fucking social consequences for anything I say out here now. And then <laughs> puberty hits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it messes everything up. <laughs> uh, speaking about that, have you watched Big Mouth? Uh, I've seen, like, uh, most of the first season. Oh, man, I love that show. That's basically what it's about, is just getting <laughs> through puberty. Yeah, yeah. That shows, I've heard great things. I really like Nick Kroll. He's on like um, one of my favorite podcasts called Comedy Bang Bang a lot, and he's mm. so funny on it. What's that about? Is that an improv? Yeah, it's Ooh. like a comedy improv podcast. I would love that. It's love great. They, like they have all these comedians come on and like, pretend to be these stupid ass characters. It's, <laughs> it's like so fucking funny, dude. I adore improv <laughs> so so much. I uh, what is it? The whose line is it anyway? Um, yeah, I used to watch it all the time I, when I was younger. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'm obsessed with watching YouTube clips on that. It's 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 so impressive how people are able to uh, dive in and out of these like crazy bits. Right. Yeah. Um, and sort of you know going holds up going back to D and T really quick. <laughs> That's another fun part about it is yeah it's you get a lot of improv. improv. Yeah, it's just a shitty improv. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, comedy Bang Bang. I'll have to watch that. That, that sounds like Listen really it. really. Well, actually, I think it used to be a show too. But uh, I mean, obviously, the show didn't. <laughs> didn't last that long. Or they probably so, found like uh, stream platform is better or podcast platform is better. Oh no, I'm pretty sure they would have rather made a show. Oh, but... really? <laughs> <laughs> sort of like whose line is it? <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, yeah, it's great, and it's been on for like so long. They're already on like 600 episodes or something, and mm. they only release one a week. So gotcha. is that uh, Spotify? Yeah, it's Sweet. everywhere. I'm sure it is. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't use Spotify for podcasts, but. Yeah, if my podcast is on Spotify, I'm sure that one is. <laughs> uh, obviously, I subscribe to it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you do. <laughs> I'll do that when I get home today. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a great one. Improv is something that's been like, I don't know, all the podcasts I listen to, like it feels like most of the people have improv backgrounds. Yeah, it does. Like, which Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins, yeah, he's on Comedy Bang Bang. He's like one of the creators. Hell yeah. Scott Hell Ackerman yeah. is the the main guy but he's like the host every week oh uh, dan Harmon was really into uh improv mm-hmm. on his podcast he does some uh, improv too i haven't actually listened to Harmon town yeah one of my favorite bits is like they um uh just just because i was literally thinking of i haven't listened to it in a long time but yeah i was just thinking about because you mentioned we talk about sports here so i was remembering in this podcast they used to do a bit because dan Harmon doesn't know anything about sports yeah um and so uh like after the Olympics or after Super Bowl, they would have a segment where then um, the comptroller uh, Jeff Davis, which I believe is also a guest on Whose Line Is It Anyway, 
Um, okay. He he goes through and like asks Dan Harmon all these sports questions as if Dan Harmon's like an analyst, and you know Dan's always like, you know, well, it's all about the yardage. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. these people are running the ball, the the left and right. What they need to be doing is getting more yardage, and you know, just going on about all this random bullshit, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. I like it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be good at improv. I've never tried really, but you did yeah, maybe try fun. it last weekend. I guess so. Yeah, I, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry. What are you I'll... apologizing to my dog? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Stella, what oh, are you doing so over there? Nice. Stella, the studio dog these days. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, do you listen to any podcasts right now? Like... Um, I listen to. Uh, uh, Critical Role. They're, well, it's sort of a podcast, sort of a Twitch stream, but it's regularly scheduled on uh, Twitch. Is like video game, like streaming things. Also, D and D streaming. <laughs> they, they stream D and D. Yeah, yeah, and so it's uh, it's a live stream of a uh, bunch of voice actors playing Critical or playing D and D. And what's really fun is that these people are like really good at doing voices yeah and so their characters always have these really weird voices and they're also really into it they love role-playing they love mm. improv and all that stuff and then dude i wish i was good at doing voices all every time i try voice. to like make a fake accent it always sounds the exact same it's always just like hey how you doing what's going on and i just can't i can't do voices or accents like that well yeah. you sound like cartman there <laughs> yeah hey guys hey dude i love i love I love doing just dumb accents. It's so fun. It's like <laughs> then the, you're probably good at improv. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think they're separate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think they're both uh, important. <laughs> yeah. They distinguish differences. Um, yeah, I listen to that, and I listen to something else on Spotify. Uh, what is it? Mental Illness Happy Hour. Okay. It's basically, uh, what does the guy say? It's like... Um, it's like a waiting room, or it's like the best waiting room you would have seeing your therapist or something. And so they just... Okay. Th- that, that's the premise, and basically what it is is a Sky, um, also a comedian, I believe, also sort of an improv background. Um, hey, that's a trend. Paul Gilmartin, uh, and he, does, he just talks about... Um, well, he, he, the show is basically just about people and how they are dealing with their mental illnesses, and... Mm-hmm. Just trying to be a comfortable, safe space, safe space to talk about them in. And oh, so okay. you know, he just talks about traumas and talks about like deep, dark stuff. Like interesting. Um, talks about that feeling you get when you <laughs> cut yourself. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Where it's uh, it's it's. Um, Those are two interesting podcasts for you to listen uh, yeah, to. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense to me either um uh, how'd you find that one i i just found it um yeah i found it looking on spotify for just different podcasts because one day i was tired of listening to music while doing work uh yeah. just because i write programs and whatnot and so i'm always on the computer um and so i found that and like i mean uh, i'll admit i deal with like mental illnesses like just you know yeah. anxiety and a little bit of depression and so right. uh i feel like in the world we live in like everyone has a little at least a little bit of that not I, to like I, short sight yours but like no 100 like, i 100 agree and that's fucking what, like you know live looking at these little phones in our pockets every fucking five seconds stealing our souls away yeah. you know because we're so <laughs> swallowing our to, time desperate to connect with everyone because just a know. fucking straight up addicting <laughs> yeah yeah and fucking so, likes <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I gotta all. see how many people looked at my goddamn story. I need them all. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all. <laughs> and, yeah, and so it's like, yeah, right? All these people, like, 
yeah, I, I, I totally agree on you on that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, yeah, the world we live in, we there's a level of disconnect, but also a level of hyper-connection, and then... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so um, I started watching that, and I'm, I, I love it. It's... Mm-hmm. One, it, it's such an eye-opener to see what other people deal with on a day-to-day basis. Like, he's... One of my favorite parts is he does surveys. Okay. And so um, there's a few of them. There's one about, like, um, just general people dealing with, like, bipolar. And so they go yeah. through a bunch of questions just talking about what makes them feel this way. What You know, he, he also talks about, like... Um, you know weird sexual kinks too because that's like for some reason that like i mean it's just a big part of our human physiology and uh and i think yeah i mean i used to listen to the podcast called guys we fucked um before they went to like a pay to listen to thing uh but uh learned a lot about sex from that podcast (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah and just how it's um and how it manifests itself from uh traumas too Oh yeah, unlike you know how different things um, uh, might make you feel ashamed or might just turn you on in a weird way, and right? Like, um, that's all the thing. best cowboys have daddy issues, you know. <laughs> <All> the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they ride them balls all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... dude, podcasts are fucking crazy. It's weird how like there's there's like an infinite amount right now. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons to yeah. Mental fucked I mean, up I, th- I I know about like I think D and D one. Like I haven't listened to it because I didn't really know. But like one of my favorite podcasts is called uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and uh, mm, they do adventures on. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to say, like Adventure Zone. Like I was gonna say, you should probably the listen to Adventure that. Adventure Zone. I've never listened I, to I've it. I've listened to a few episodes of that. I'm, I really enjoy it. I um, think Travis McElroy is the one that hosts it. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but my brother, my brother, and me is like one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to it every week. I listen to so <laughs> many podcasts, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I think that, that I one. even host a couple. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> familiar now. <laughs> Getting to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, from my head with that was it, like I would listen to it and then I'd be doing some work and forget about what's going on, and then I'd come back and they're like on a like flying magical zeppelin in the nether realm, <laughs> and I'm like, how did we get here? Just <laughs> yeah. because that they they're like the ridiculous side of D and D, and yeah, which is equally as fun and yeah um, i'm pretty sure that's the side that i'm going to land on yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can accommodate <laughs> um yeah so you need some good background podcasts huh for when you work yeah yeah uh you so. into like uh current events and whatnot and news and comedy uh yes but it can get too depressing at times yeah uh i would recommend my favorite podcast is called the daily zeitgeist daily um, zeitgeist okay. yeah um it's every day and like you can listen to it and like kind of like forget what's going on and it's just like funny and informative of what's going on mm-hmm. um you know they're great yeah. my favorite they're my best my, friends I, I, feels I, like they're my best friends because i listen to like an hour and a half of them every single day <laughs> <laughs> also a problem right with these phones because yeah. now we're, we're knowing people that we don't even know oh yeah because i work like i i i work for and filling vending machines so i'm like literally by myself all day so i just have like an earphone in and i'm just listening to you and Probably your friends. five hours of podcast. Yeah, you and day. your friends just hanging out. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm, 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 I'm a McElroy, bro- McElroy brother now. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> An honorary member. Yeah, <laughs> I like that too flex. because I got two younger brothers. So you know, go Justin McElroy. Fuck the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, podcasts are fucking. It's fucking wild, man. How much, how many there are, and how, like, 
I don't know. I think I really, I really love them because it's like you can get so, so like in depth into like even a certain thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I mean, it all start with like true crime podcasts, which I think are okay. But mm-hmm. what was the famous one? My favorite Cere- murder. Serial, I think, was the first one. Serial. Okay. Yeah, not about not about the breakfast food. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I listened to it. Um, I think it had it has three seasons now. But the first season was like iconic. Like that's how podcast mm-hmm. starters. And if you're into any of that, definitely listen to that first season. Yeah, there was. And for the record, I think he did it. A lot of people think he did it. Hundred percent did it. I, did, I know he did. I know the guy. Do you? Yeah, I, I listen to his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Heavyweight, I think, is like the one that makes me like, like, literally makes me cry every time I listen to it. Oh boy, it's just like it's this guy. Cry. He goes and he meets with people who have unsolved past issues, and he helps them solve them. And he's also like super corny and super funny, but like then it turns into like this emotional resolution, and it's great. Fear number three: How (laughs) President grabs. We all need that, (laughs) right? The president grabbed us. Let's talk about politics. Uh, what president? Huh? I uh, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> ah, it was James Madison. <laughs> Good old Thomas J. Honestly, it was probably a lot of them, to yeah. be honest. Oh, I don't doubt it. Dude, that Thomas much... Jefferson had a sketchy, <laughs> sketchy uh, relationship with a lot of people. With great power comes the ability to do anything the fuck you want. So. Yes. <laughs> I think that's how I think that George quote should have went. <laughs> Aunt May. <laughs> do whatever you want, Peter Parker. <laughs> Get rich, Peter Parker. <laughs> You're Spider-Man. You have no chance of going to jail. <laughs> Just look at Lori Laughlin. <laughs> oh, she was the one with the um, daughter that she yeah. ended up paying through God. Oh, that's so bullshit. Rigging it through cheating, you know. <laughs> Saying she was on uh, like row crew or Dude, whatever. Dude, I feel so bad for her daughter. Why? She's gonna because she's gonna be made fun of for. So, well, maybe she's not honestly because no, she's she too just rich. got cast. She just got cast in um, uh, Jordan Peele's Twilight reboot or well, whatever. All right, then I. <laughs> and she literally posted videos like I don't really want it. I don't really want to go to college. Like I don't really care about it. I just wanted to come for the parties. It's like fuck. <laughs> you just bought your way oh, to college in the most God. fucking illegal way possible. Dude, those people need their Instagram money, man. Money rules money. the world. Uh-huh. And it's really hard to figure out how to stop it. Yeah. Which is what we're going to try to figure out right now. <laughs> how do we dismantle capitalism? Yeah. Um, I think it probably starts with voting for Bernie Sanders. I, mean, I don't know where you lie in the political spectrum. I do like Warren. I think a little bit more than him. Just because it seems like she has a. A plan for everything. You familiar with the shit that happened yesterday with the debates? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to think about that yet. I so I've been a Warren stand for um, like since like everything's been going on. Then just recently, I switched back to Sanders. I used to like yeah. be hard for him back in 2016 right. or 2015, 16, whatever. Yeah, um, uh, good days. Yeah, before I thought it was possible for good. a fucking raging lunatic to get into this office, but now I don't know anything. anything. <laughs> yeah, where's Donald Duck? Yeah, Donald Duck's going to be your president. Nope, that's not Donald Duck. Nope, I'm, I'll stop. <laughs> hey, you don't have to stop. I'm in a microphone <laughs> booth. I can do these accents, finally. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have been practicing. Yeah, you gotta, remember, you gotta be, you gotta be comfortable hearing your own voice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so 
I don't know. That I think that was so fucking dirty of Warren for her to send that out, and it's just gonna so discontent because like yeah. obviously anyone who supports Bernie, and anyone who supports Warren, their second favorite is gonna be Bernie or Warren. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. And so, now this is gonna make it harder. It's gonna make everything less fluid. For the people to switch. Like I've always said from the beginning. Yeah. When it comes to Michigan's primary, which is the first time I get to vote for this, whoever is like has a better chance of becoming the nominee between the two, I'm going to vote for. Yeah. And I'm probably still going to do that. Like if let's say Warren wins a bunch and it's like close in Michigan, then I'll probably vote for Warren. But if Bernie wins a bunch, I'm going to vote for him. But now it's like, oh, I don't know. Bernie's people are fucking unrelenting. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have stamina. <laughs> that's kind. Of, that, that's kind of why Hillary didn't win, is because a lot of Bernie people just voted for Jill Stein or just didn't. Uh, yeah, vote. voted for the Monopoly Man. Voted right. the Monopoly Man. Yeah, um, and, yeah, and I, that's and that's I, what turns me off from him, honestly. Yeah, my brother, like, who is like uh, really into politics and like into like the Red for Ed movement down in Arizona. Like he uh, he didn't vote for Hillary because I'm sorry if I I don't know if you want me to air this, Dylan, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> you don't listen to this. <laughs> um, but like just because like all the fucking all the fucking shit that about Hillary that was coming out, there was all Russian propaganda. Yeah, you know, and not that she doesn't have flaws as a candidate and her views, but like, like yeah, there's, she's not there's like there's some sketch. There is obviously some sketch with any politician you get, but mm. dude, if you were to say that Hillary was like. Uh, that it was a hard choice between the two of mm. Trump and Hillary. That then that's when I think it's yeah. It's like okay, uh, yeah. There's yeah. a very distinctive difference between someone that's sketchy with a shitty, horrible husband <laughs> <laughs> and someone who is a horrible husband, <laughs> right? And just a, and a bad press, just a fucking Adderall-ridden <laughs> orange fucking Cheeto, um, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. Like I've I've listening to like like a lot of things on Elizabeth Warren now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she used to be a Republican. No, I didn't. Yeah, I thought that was a little strange. Um, other than that, was that like uh, during her political career? No, I think it was before. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean technically I was too, just because I had Republican parents. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to take that against her. Uh, I like a lot of her policies. I just think Bernie's are better. Um. For the most part, I think I think I do like some of. I like the I like the philosophy of Warren's policy, like for her medical for all, how it's like a slow transition and Bernie's is like immediate. I kind of like that better from Warren, but I also know that that's more risky to be, like, blocked by everything. Yeah, it gives you more because of how our fucking into <laughs> how our fucking uh, system works. Like, if it's going to take three years to implement it, two years after it, let's say Bernie or Warren won the wins the um, uh, nominee or the presidential wins presidency and then like we somehow take back the senate too then like all right we're gonna have two years to do whatever the fuck we want but if we fucking drag our toes every time like um, a president gets elected the next the next two years for everything everything goes back the other way because that's what Trump did. He just rolled back everything Obama did, even right. though he was still claiming credit for all the, and then the we things took the, that happened. And then we took back the House, and he couldn't do everything they wanted. You know, mm-hmm. even though like because of how fucking mangled his presidency is, they didn't get to fucking do much. They exactly. got to pass tax cuts for the rich. Wow, great! And apparently, a bunch of fucking Judges idiot too. people fucking love it. And yeah, that's what's the most dangerous part. Yeah, like, we all have to support whoever comes out, no matter what. Uh-huh. Like because. 
RBG, who knows how long she's going to last. Oh, that makes me so fucking anxious. You know, it's great for us, to be honest. We are fucking uh, probably not impoverished white people. The, Men. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst part, too, is like, who, who am I, what am I even talking about this for? This system is designed to benefit people right. like me. And but it's, so, fuck, it's just so fucking unfair and so scary for everyone else we know, you know? Uh-huh. Because you're, you're just watching, you're like, I... What 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 do I do? <laughs> what do I right? I know. I watched it's, it's, the elections. It, man. I think it's also mostly just about taking sort of a back seat too, because it's like I don't think I can really understand how or the the main flaws in the system because I am not the one being like subject to those. Yeah, things. you're not the one. I'm not being punished for them. Right. Um, I think it's our, our job, especially like our job, like as uh, white men of privilege. Yeah. Like, like I, all right. So like a lot of people like say like you can't <laughs> support or like talk to not support, but like talk to or be friends with people on the other side. But I think it is exclusive, exclusively our job <laughs> as white men that are democratic <laughs> leading yeah. to be friendly towards the other side and slowly manipulate them to ours All right you know see see we're like, you part can't, of you it can't, you can't <laughs> ask a, a fucking like a, a a black person to sympathize with a, a trump supporter who yeah. might be slightly racist because like that's directly hurting them but it's not hurting us but we are the ones that they will listen to because of even, like, even right. no matter how bigoted they are and because they wrong they are <laughs> like being divisive towards them is not going to change their opinion but right. showing them compassion and love which is Fucking so not fair that we have to do that. It's so hard, but it's I don't I re, I truly don't see a different way to get anyone to change their mind other than making them like you and having them see your side by listening to them their side. Like when I, this, the thing I say at the end of every, every one of these podcasts is, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And because if you feel listened to, you, you're more likely to connect with the person yeah, and then they more, will they will listen back yeah you, you become more flexible with them mm-hmm. um yeah instead of just brittle like a, a, a right, that's why i've become more racist over the years <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> uh, that was a joke everybody <laughs> Ooh, the one i have been enjoying watching paying attention to was the uh what is it um uh Merkel exit, the Merk. Oh yeah, I haven't Merk talked sit. about this yet. <laughs> yeah. What do they call it again? Uh, I don't know. The who Merk cares? Sit. I love it. Some 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 stupid form of Brexit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where uh, who's the who's the prince? Is it Prince Harry? I don't know. Honestly, Henry Harry. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Some and Angela guy, Merkel. Though. Wait, Angela Merkel. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Merkel. No, uh, wait, no. She's German. She's the no. Wait, yeah. What? The... <laughs> you have the computer. Oh God! Yeah, it's not An- <laughs> Angela Merkel. Who's the Chancelleress of Germany? And then who's? Wait, are you talking about the Germany people? Or are you talking about the? Yeah, the um, Chancellor of Germany. What's her name? Her name's Merkel, right? It's Meghan Markle. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle leave the royal family. They're leaving the royal family to be on their own and be self-sufficient with their finances. Which, sure, you're just going to be self-sufficient <laughs> in your finances. Okay. <laughs> I believe Prince Harry gets a shit ton of money from his father's estate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, he owns whales or whatever? <laughs> and, you know, 
Markle was already in a TV show, and you know, they can do. I understand that they don't want the whole royal family tradition, and that's cool. Fucking well, break no, up the, the the monarchy. Well, the revolutionary war uh, is back. It's not done. <laughs> they're, they're going to Canada to lead a new revolution. Yeah. <laughs> um, our our well, United they, States girl, yeah, of color, is infiltrating <laughs> fucking the United Kingdom. Mm, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, like, uh, fuck you, Queen Elizabeth. Good riddance. Fuck you, Boris Johnson, especially. <laughs> throw some... Fuck you. You're such a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Where's my tea bags? I need to throw them in a leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking dipping my balls in your leg, bitch. <laughs> Talk about tea bags. <laughs> yeah, um, don't give a shit about that, <laughs> to be honest. Well, but... they're leaving because they're like, the family's slightly racist. That's why I was bringing it up. Oh yeah, the family is probably we way more than slightly racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that 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 whole country is probably a little racist. Like they're going through their own thing with the Brexit thing. Like a lot of that was about immigrants coming into their country. Yeah, and then now I, somehow Boris Johnson has a majority and uh... Boris Johnson, what a fucking lunatic! What a cartoon character! Even more than Donald Trump. <laughs> Like, I think he's. I think he's probably well, I, a little smarter than Donald Trump, but he yeah, is he somewhat. He is so much more of a cartoon character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy looks like is, a cartoon he's character. He's the cartoon he's villain. He's like fucking an old ass version of Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. You could like <laughs> you can put him in a suit and then call him Penguin from Batman. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dye his hair black. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess he needs that. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't really know much about the Penguin other than Danny DeVito. But <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, back to America, I guess. Danny DeVito <laughs> endorses Bernie. Oh, oh yes? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. That's good. <laughs> he went on a speech, like, recently I saw, and he just, like, walks out with, like, a step stool to get onto the podium. <laughs> well, Bernie! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, it's historical day today. Um, the, the Donald Trump has officially been impeached. Oh, since they officially they sent it to the Senate, which yeah. makes it official. Mm-hmm. Oh my made. god! The most I was like watching it happen live today, and I thought it was like, oh my god, this is the most awkward really? thing ever. But I, I realized I was watching it wrong. But let me explain to you what I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Nancy Pelosi goes up and like she's like being all somber, like this is a terrible day. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, it yeah, is. Right. Like it's it. You're being dramatic. I, uh-huh. This president's an asshole. He deserves this. You can just you should just say that rather than pretending but you gotta like, be this tactical is so sad. And yeah, fake it a little bit. I don't fucking. That's not the politics that work in this country. Democrats learn that. Fucking be radical. That's what people get fucking yeah. fired up for. That's what people get fucking boners for. That's <laughs> <laughs> why Donald Trump is our goddamn president, right? Dismantle now. capitalism with a raging boner. Fight chaos with chaos. That's what I say. And Viagra. <laughs> like, oh, we don't need to be calm as Democrats. No, we need to be like, okay, this shit's bullshit. That's why AOC is winning. That's why fucking yeah. Bernie is supercharged. And that's why Elizabeth Warren is up there. Like, that's what fucking sells right now. Fucking sex well, sells. You know that, everyone. That's what that's fucking America problem, is. That, I think that's sort of the problem. Is right, sex sells, but it doesn't. It doesn't produce long long term results. Well, sometimes it, it does. It doesn't, it doesn't, oh. Why do you think me and you are here? <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and dragons with quotes. <laughs> Hey, dragons are sexual beings. We learned that from Rick and Morty. We're tying it all back today, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Will you bond with me this afternoon? 
Oh, but just a hand bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I just, you know, I'd like to be separate for a while. <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off. Um, uh, <laughs> so you're saying you want to you want to return to normalcy is what well, you're saying. Well, I, 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 like, so, uh, for instance, like, I've seen some negative effects of Rashida Tlaib saying, like, impeach the motherfucker. Yeah. Like saying stuff like that. Oh, I've where, been tweeting a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I actually I, got to. Did you get to vote for her? I got to vote for her. I didn't. I uh, I drove to. Oh, you live in Belleville now, right? Well, I I my I'm registered in Lansing, so on election oh. day I drove to Lansing to vote. Are you Michigan State? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I graduated from there. Oh yeah, go green, go white. I don't like much uh, sports there, but that's all right. I don't care. Yeah, they have a great computer science department though, so. Go green. Go green. Oh, wait, go wait. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't go. I just root for their sports. <laughs> we complete each other. Yeah. <laughs> you want to bond? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Shit. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm the one being ridiculous. <laughs> um. Uh. Blah What was I saying? I was talking about. Yeah. Rashida like how? Tlaib. Yeah. Uh, how that sort of thing? Right. You. Then the right is able to then latch onto that, right, and then inspire that sort of. It, the same way you're talking about how it's our duty as privileged white men to then appeal to yeah. the privileged privileged white man of the Republican side. I guess I am talking out of both sides of my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> so am I with Stranger Things and uh, the Mummy. And yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess it's sort of like that same aspect, and so I think it's like what. What we need to do is just m- m- change what's sexy, and so like yeah. with Elizabeth Warren, what's sexy is making a plan. <laughs> we're yeah. gonna make a plan for that. Make a sex plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, you want to see how we're gonna do this? Oh, we'll make it. <laughs> we'll show you. We'll read it to you slowly. <laughs> and and so I think it's I I I agree that it's like. It's important for people to stop being so goddamn pessimistic and just like, well, I'll just write in another name or I'll just, you know, the world sucks. And it's about, yeah. you know, being fired up and seeing that, oh, we are living in a country where people are actively being oppressed and that I am, I am sitting at the top. And unfortunately, like, I, you, you, and, um, I mean, and you don't know what to do, and and so it's. Um... And the simple way to solve everything is just like fucking. If everyone would just not be a fucking asshole to everyone, yeah, that'd be great. Like, but you know, when money gets involved, that's when it becomes impossible because that's your life force. Yeah, and yeah. and so you that have... needs to not be your life force. <laughs> And then people can start being nice to each other because everyone inherently wants to be nice to people. Yeah, you want to Most people You want to connect and you want to just be understood and understand other people for sure. Right. But then when you, when you break it into corporations and like the bottom line and fucking yeah. Wall Street, like all that shit gets thrown out the window because it's all about retaining the money that you're making from these mega corporations that are paying you this and just are <laughs> solely paying you this if you can make them more money. Yeah. yeah. And... It all goes to people like fucking Jeff Bezos, who... Should we give him a round of applause for, for joining $690,000 to Australia? <laughs> yes. Two seconds of his oh, time. See, Good I job, have... Jeff Bezos, man. We are so <laughs> thankful that you did that. You know, you could have donated probably $40 billion and it wouldn't have fucking touched you, you son of a bitch. Oh, but... in, in, in honor of that, I would like to announce my donation of one penny to the rainforest effort. Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna I love fucking come in an envelope and mail it to Australia. <laughs> Dude, just kidding. <laughs> a little crisp envelope. <laughs> yeah, you want something crusty? Here, put the fires out with my fucking semen. Because, uh, you know, I'm super goddamn generous. Because probably one vial of my cum is equivalent to, like, probably a billion of Jeff Bezos' dollars. And you're welcome. Now, go you do son of a good bitch. work. And, it, no, and honestly, that reference may sound ridiculous, but if I went to a sperm bank and donated my cum, that's probably enough of my net worth that would be equivalent to, like, less than... <laughs> like, like, like less than a million of Jeff Bezos' dollars. So fuck off, Jeff Bezos, for trying, trying to like league that shit. Like, <laughs> great, you that. donated. It. I'm glad, but fuck you. How do you donate that yeah. little? What the fuck? Where, where did you announce that donation from? Let me imagine. Was it on your yacht? Was it overlooking some mountains? Was it? <laughs> yeah. Was it um uh, spending your... a bunch of money towards Republican candidates to go in there and give you more tax breaks so uh-huh. your fucking Amazon can take Zero over the goddamn world? Fucking dollars. Hey, can we just put um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos in a battle for it all? Yeah, just give just one like... of them supreme control of the world? Why not? That's essentially <laughs> what's happening right now. Just get it over with, Who's man. in charge of Google? We'll put him in there, too. The uh, new Steve Jobs, whoever that is. We'll give him uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> God, pick a team, you know? And you know what sucks is I use all these fucking products. Got a fucking Mac computer right I know. here. Got my houses full of Echoes. I have a stupid Pixel phone. <laughs> yeah, it's so We're like reliant on this convenience. And it's not that it's not it's not that we have to have these. Is that it's really fucking cool to have these. And these people did make some genuinely good ass products. Mm-hmm. Like it's great that I can get anything I want in two days. <laughs> I, I I think I am having a principle now of not doing the two day delivery because my I can't not dude, man. I love it, dude. My um my manager said he saw like a mom pulling up with a, a, a van full of it, and then her mm. kids she was taking to school in the back seat. And she was having to deliver Amazon two day oh, delivery. Shit, I know, right? Like, yeah, no, it's fucked. Shame. The, the now, people in the in those workplaces are like getting like fucked yeah. because of how elaborate their time things are. Like, if you want to treat workers like that, all right, uh, I guess if it's the job, but fucking pay them a shit ton of money then. You better, dude. You well, like make and- them make a hundred k a year. You can. Fucking afford it, you stupid <laughs> fucking asshole. That's exactly. It. They can afford anything, and like, and then they don't want to get fucking taxed a fucking two <laughs> percent of their income, like two fucking percent. We get taxed more than that. Yeah, it's bullshit. And what he calls up Michael Bloomberg, and now Michael Bloomberg's the fifth top polling Democrat now. Really? Yeah. Fuck Michael Bloomberg. There's no one I'd rather vote less for. People will besides, vote for him, though. Besides fucking Tulsi Gabbard. Fuck that. Bitch, <laughs> what is she? <laughs> She's a Russian spy, for all I know. I don't fucking know. She grew up in a cult. She has some weird... Listen to the podcast, Worst Year Ever. And... Worst Year Ever? Okay. Yeah. Since I, Tulsi Gabbard... What was the other, like, uh, fade enchantress lady that, like, oh, sprouted Mar- out of Marianne a... Williamson? <laughs> yeah, sprouted she out She of... actually liked, because she had some cool... She, she was, like, never she had She was adorable. Yeah. yeah, but she, like, is the only one that's making these, like... When she was in the debate in Detroit, she was, like... Uh, I grew up in Gross Point, and what happened in Flint would never happen in Gross Point, because... Gross Point is just full of a bunch of rich white people. Yeah. And that's fucking true. Yeah. And, like, no one else is fucking saying that. Like, what happened in Flint happened in Flint because it's fucking impoverished people of color. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> that shit doesn't happen in rich it's neighborhoods. Right in the it's hole. not because of the infrastructure. It's because of <laughs> fucking segregation. Dude, yeah, and the, 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 the effects of segregation that still happen. If you had Bill Ford calling you and being like, hey, fix my pipes, you're like, oh, I'll fix your pipes. <laughs> I'm never going to give you a bad pipes because they'll fucking get you murdered. <laughs> Money rules all, and that needs to change. Everybody. I'm, uh... So Iran, Iran. <laughs> Actually, you know, what? I I talked about Iran last week. Let's talk about Australia for a little bit. We mentioned that yeah. a little bit earlier. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, billions of animals died. Um, everything's probably going to be endangered or extinct. Um, it's terribly tragic. I'm very heartbroken of that. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm trying to get solid. Like all, all I can think about is Jeff Goldblum. Saying nature has a way. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, what is he doing? <laughs> and then I think about Stranger Things. <laughs> um, just because, uh, right? You have all these ecosystems that are just getting ravaged and fucked. Over yeah, constantly by human like uh, influence. Mm-hmm. And um, and and what can you really do? Because it's like these these like uh, there's a recent report saying that uh the ocean rose at like ocean rose like two degrees which isn't a lot yeah but then they're like equivalent or uh, making the or uh, the equivalent of five yeah um nuclear bombs being dropped in there per second per five seconds or something like that which i like i mean I it's a weird comparison it's a really weird comparison i don't really understand that but i think it's just to because right i feel like it's just a scare tactic but like not that no. But I guess that makes sense because of how fast it's rising. Well, so he, I think how they calculate that is so they uh, they had some sort of first initial temperature. I think it was from 1950 or <laughs> year yeah. X. Um, and then like the first well, once we first started recording ocean temperature. Yeah, and then we also have a general approximate of the volume of water. And using yeah. fluid dynamics, we're able to then calculate. Well, okay, so if the entire volume of water rose by an average of X. Uh, amount mm-hmm. then well since we know the volume we know then how much like how then much, we're able how to calculate heat, how, how much energy. dispenses yeah, yeah then we're able to calculate how much energy it actually would take to heat the ocean to that degree. right right and so then it amounted to like 280 uh septillion which is a um like seven billion uh it, it, it's it's 10 like, to like, the 21st power so okay. so 21 zeros in front of that Okay, basically an incomprehensible number. Yeah, which as if for, then, from a human. Yeah, which then they're like, okay, well then, in terms of nuclear bombs, what is this? And so that's how they came. It's like so, that. five bombs per second since when? Since uh, since when they first started study. calculating? Yeah, that's fucking weird yeah. and wild that we've fucked the planet. <laughs> Honestly, like. I really like do support like anything going on with climate change, like any any anything that we need to do to make it dramatically reduce it. I can't see it happening. I can't see. Yeah, it I, we'll have to probably find new solutions. Like so, we're gonna hope we do because otherwise we're gonna have to build fuck. Otherwise, we're gonna have to be Republicans and, <laughs> and build walls and kill a bunch of people that are gonna try to fucking take our shit. Yeah, and then, uh, well. Because it, like so, I'm we're thinking, too late, man. We need to fucking kill these goddamn. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to advocate for killing anybody live on a podcast. Kill kangaroos instead. Yeah. 
Kangaroos. Burn um, them, actually. As a vegetarian, I have heard that kangaroos are the most... Mm. Um, uh, Delightful. The, like, the like least inhumane thing to eat because they are very overpopulated in, in uh, Australia. Maybe oh. these fires are helping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Let's burn it more. <laughs> burn kangaroos only. Leave the koalas alone. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah. They They're all right. chlamydia. <laughs> Dude, did you see? Did you watch last week tonight? Oh uh, no, not yet. <laughs> did they cite that? <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna take a minute to get there. But so John Oliver hosted last week tonight. Um, bought like all of these things from Russell Crowe. Um, uh, like all everything he used in um uh, fucking the gladiator and he gave him to the last blockbuster on earth or whatnot <laughs> like in, 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 in Alaska. And then Russell Crowe pranked him back. He's like, Hey, thank you for all this donation. I donated all this to the Irwins down in Australia. And <laughs> they made a center for John Oliver. Like they named it after him. It was like John Oliver's koala chlamydia award. <laughs> and John Oliver's like, you got me. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best rebuttal to a prank ever. Yeah, chlamydia facility. <laughs> Fucking great. Fucking watch that show, everybody. Last week tonight is great. Um, well, only watch it when it comes on. You don't need to watch the old ones. Yeah. That's like watching old episodes of The Daily Show. Why would you do that? Uh, it's, it's fun watching Jon Stewart, though, just because he was so brilliant. Ah, uh, Jon Stewart. One Rest name. in peace. Just kidding. He's still alive. <laughs> Rest in peace is public career. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, climate. I don't know. I we need to act. Well, we need, oh we, yeah. We almost we're almost at the point where we need to fucking go to war to act on it, but we can't because we go to war and everything ends. So it's just gonna end up being a slow burn. Well, so like, don't have kids. Yeah, they're not gonna survive. I the one thing I think about, like, I guess just you have um, different beats in history where you have like, um, so for instance, the invention of pesticides. Even though how you know, obviously bad they have been. Um, mm-hmm. The invention of pesticides um, ended up bumping up the world's uh, food supply because um, during the Industrial Age, um, populations soared, and it was projected that there wasn't enough food supply just generally in the world. Yeah. And so then you have things like pesticides, new sciences that come out and make it manageable. And so, like, I'm, I'm hearing about... Basically, I think scientists are going to save the world. Fuck politicians. Fuck everyone else. Scientists, engineers, they are the people that are going to save us. Because they're developing things like renewable energies. They're developing things like ways to um, collect trash from the uh, right. from the oceans or like, take out microplastics. We got to we got to like develop like carbon scrubbers that yeah. are going to like cause we can't and that's what they're doing. We can't even uh, get all the carbon out by just stopping. Like we're going to have to develop some like floating islands of plants or something. <laughs> That'd be sweet. That'd be really cool. That's D&D. Avatar <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that's something from D&D that I could see <laughs> in Vinny's world. Ah, oh. oh, fuck, you know? Yeah, this is how this segment ends every time, just with a, ah, oh, well. fuck. Because this podcast was started after Trump got elected. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you keep yourself sane? I mean, I, maybe it's how I keep myself insane. Ah. <laughs> but anyways, we're at the end. Uh, it's been a pleasure, brother. Uh, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? And is there anything we want to promote? Uh, you can find me in Belleville. You can find... I meant more of like Twitter my, or Instagram. My, my social security number is... <laughs> it's all fives. Uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook, I'm just James. James Grenfell. You're on Instagram or Twitter? No, no. 
Oh, wow, you really are unplugged. Well, then who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm unpluggable, brother. <laughs> you can find me at Nick Wigella on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Uh, thank you for splitting six with us. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. We love you all. James, thanks for being on. We'll have you back on again if you would love Absolutely. to join me. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> and you must love to join me. You can't just like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you for sleeping six with us, guys. We'll see you next week.